Well, listen, I actually had a little bit of time and uh, played some video games. Why is it always about me? Yeah, let's deflect this back to you. Yeah. Your your easy lifestyle. I got the old-fashioned Xbox going. Had a little bit of time myself. Played some... uh, And what'd you buy on sale there? A yard sale? Well, I had a bunch of games from a yard sale. A couple Call of Duties, uh, Left 4 Dead, this kind of thing. But I put in Call of Duty... Black Ops. I don't know if it's number one or number two. Well, I, I was going to ask you which one is that. <laughs> but I play it once every three months or so. and uh, So I have everything on the easiest. Because I guess I'm an old oh, man now. You got no... No, I have to. You got That's, no dexterity, man. Uh, I can't remember buttons. I don't remember what I'm supposed to the do. The controller has where I'm supposed up, to down, go. left, right. No, there's like 50 buttons all in the back. And no, no, it's, no. It's too much. So I put everything to easy now. I've, I, I'll admit it. I'm happy to admit it. I go to, in fact, when you go to the start menu, there's um, an uh, option where it says lower the difficulty yeah. level. And it says normal, and then underneath normal, it's got old man. No, no, it just says lower the difficulty level, and that's grayed out because I'm already there. I'm just like Rambo or Chuck Norris. You know, I just shoot that gun. The aiming reticle is huge, and the guys are still exploding and blowing up way. In... Is that the term, reticle? Uh, yeah. And you make fun of my bad grammar <laughs> That's language. it. Is that not it? I have no idea. Well, of course not. So you're not a gamer, even call... though we do a start-to-continue podcast. Well, it's we're not just about gaming. We're about everything. That's right. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's called rectical. I believe it's that you're targeting you're targeting box. <laughs> you're targeting box. Okay. Yeah, Listen, that sounds if you way out, better. If you open the instruction booklet, I'm sure that's exactly what it says. Well, go on your uh, Google's there and check it out. I'm sure it's. Uh... Where's your? Pull up your uh, Samsung. And talk to your personal. Uh, it won't come up, man. Cause your phone doesn't work. Oh yeah, but it's. So what are you playing? What's it called? Black Ops? How how far back in the series is that one? What is a rectacle? <laughs> Accessing. Rectangle, a plain figure with four oh, straight not rectangle. sides and four oh, right you're angles, fucking Samsung. Sucks sides, in contrast to a square. Yeah, okay. We'll get back to that. No, try it again. What? What's the targeting system of a gun no. uh, video game system called? Rec. Now you got to type it in. There's no such thing as rectical. <laughs> rectical. Yeah, I'm having my doctor check that out on me next week. Uh, hmm. You getting your, uh, yeah. your anus uh, probes? <laughs> oh, okay. Nothing comes up. So what's going on with your bum? <laughs> Nothing. That was a joke. Oh. <laughs> but I sit on it way too often. I know it's hard to believe, but STC Pod was supposed to be a video game podcast. 
And even though Joe and Bill can't figure out a reticle or know what a CRPG is, one thing's for sure, they're always honest and never afraid to let it all hang out. Hello everybody and welcome to part two of the STC Pod Clip Show. Once again, I'm your host, Curtis, from Girlfriend Versus, and I'll be continuing our look back through some classic moments of the Start to Continue podcast as they quickly approach their 100th episode. If you're hearing this and you haven't listened to part one yet, you're doing it wrong! For the rest of you, on with the show! Listeners learned early on of Joe's voracious sexual appetite and his need to <clears throat> take care of business before he can get to sleep after a long night shift. The first time Joe told one of his <clears throat> jerkin stories, he wanted to delete it immediately after recording it. Bill begged him to keep it in, and a reluctant Joe eventually caved. Little did Bill realize the floodgates he had opened, and by episode 58, Joe had no problems letting the world know about his routines, preferences, and exploits. Uh, so how's your... Uh... We're in the, the middle of the night again. How's your sleep been? I see you're still at least awake. Well, today was busy because I had to... Um, Here we go. <clears throat> I did a half... Uh, like a, went home, took care of the kids, laid down for an hour, and then I had to get up, move some furniture, and uh, have another sleep again. So <clears throat> I didn't have one of my, uh, my best sleeps. I don't know. But the other day was... Um, what happened? Was doing my thing. You're doing your thing. What's that mean? <laughs> I put the kids, uh, took care of the kids, then and laid down and decided to uh, take care of some business before I passed out. What? Did you pull the goalie at the end of the game? <coughs> what? <laughs> Who talks like that? Come on. It's a teenage kids. You felt you had to get to sleep, and there was only one way to send you off, I guess. Yeah, and then I. Uh, no, I just wanted it. Ah, fuck, I fell asleep again before uh, <laughs> mid business, and then woke up like forty five minutes later, still in the same position. So I, I, I swear to God, I can't believe how no one like, walks in. Uh, what is going on with you, man? Just utter exhaustion. And what, like your, your computer uh, open on no, your chest? No, I was doing. <laughs> oh, this was going from the internal memory banks. What? Yeah, busting out the old footage. Went through the old Rolodex. Wow. Yeah, you got to do that sometimes. Mind you, it's, uh, I've got very limited stock. Oh, you're calling up personal stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, yeah, I just, uh, I was really exhausted. So I just, like I said, passed out and woke up and, uh, realized I was still in the same position and nothing had finished and, uh. So then I finished it on principle and passed back out to sleep again. Let's wrap this shit up. What's behind your guitar there? What games you got on your shelf there? Ah, oh, mishmash of everything and movies. <clears throat> a bunch of uh, HD DVD movies because when I adopt a technology, I go all the way and stick with it. HD it was the, DVD. Yeah, that was the better HD uh, option for DVDs. Blu-ray? Remember, 
No, no. Blu-ray sucks. Why does Blu-ray suck? Why? Because they have poor menus and they're not backwards compatible and they need constant updating. And it's just a bad technology that won out somehow, just like VHS won out over Betamax. Not necessarily the best format. Yeah, we had a beta machine in our house for a little bit, and then we got VHS. Yeah, you had to. So yeah, I have the HD DVD drive on top of the Xbox there, and uh, works I remember, awesome. I remember I kept trying to talk my friends into saying, oh no, uh, we got beta because it's the better quality, and this is the one you should have gotten. Meanwhile, I'm like scrounging trying to find fucking video stores that even hold beta. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were like, half Dad, and half at the rentals there for a while, short like, little while. Dad, we ha- we got to get a VHS. Sad state of affairs. Was your beta? Was it like a top loader? <coughs> yep. Yep. I think my parents might even still have it. I remember uh, it was good though because um, we had found a bunch of beta porn. Uh, well, some friends and I had found some beta porn in the garbage. <laughs> in the garbage. So I had this massive porn collection in beta see you had ditch porn you said you didn't I f- actually i forgot about that i just thought of that now for some reason so i had so but the- there was all the old 70s stuff with the 70s bush like uh debbie does dallas and uh are, are you saying you actually had debbie does dallas on beta yeah that, that might be worth something well i don't have it now it's gone i, I got to get rid of the evidence at one point <laughs> You wore that sucker out. People were closing in. It would have been found. That was a whole time when <clears throat> it was a whole time when like you got rid of uh when no one else had beta, so I threw mine out. But, you know, you pass on the, the porn to the other friends, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, hey, you want my magazines? Don't mind the pages are stuck together or <clears throat> you want my videotapes? Here's a box. Yeah, the porn's like from the garbage or something. Some friends had found it, and, and I said I would take it or something. I don't remember. Yeah, you did. It's all we had back then, man. We didn't have uh, the intranet to be surfing. <laughs> I can, like were they the real labels too, or were they copies? No, they were copies. They were oh, copies. Okay. That wouldn't have been the hardcore stuff back then, though. Eh? They would have been uh, hiding the goods. No, it was hardcore, man. All the way. Yeah. I remember back in the day, like, oh, uh, it's fucking oh. Ron Jeremy sucking off his own dick. <laughs> That's where you learn that trick. You'd be like, mm, he's, he's in the locker room and <clears throat> you see them doing it. It's like, I never knew it could taste so good. I should have done this sooner. <laughs> Touchdown, Mr. Greenfield score one for Debbie. Holy shit. All these one liners that we used to use back in the day. Wow. I was going to uh, say, I, I, the Canadian porn, I remember, you know, as a teenager that they would rent in the video stores, you know, behind <coughs> the old, uh, the old saloon doors. Yep. They were like, yeah, we, uh, there was something in Canadian law that you couldn't have the hardcore bits. <clears throat> so they would like constantly be hiding the, uh, actual penetration, zero penetration. And I think no erect peni. What the, is it like a baby blue? Yeah. They were essentially like soft core. Oh, well, I never, re- I never rented them, but <clears throat> the only ones I had were literally the ones we found or that we passed around friends. Right. So no, this was a uh, legit, legit hardcore stuff. 
Everything a teenager boy needs. Yeah. Wow. I guess I'm impressed with you now, man. It took you, it took that to impress you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Vintage Ron Jeremy. He had beta porn. All right. That's a great story, man. Why don't you uh, end it with that? How are your holidays, man? Let's tell the people what you've been up to. Uh, you know. What was life on the farm like or over Christmas? Mm. Did uh, baby Jesus come into your manger, into your uh, barn? I I don't know how to take that. It, what do you what, mean? What are you trying to say? I'm not making fun, but I'm Catholic. <laughs> Saying were you visited by the Holy Spirit on, Why? The, on the farm? You know... My sister pulled me aside. Was there a listener, star over your barn? Avid listener, my sister, and wanted to know, where, where does Joe get this farm thing from? Where, where does he get that from? And I said, well, it's because him and his, his highfalutin upbringing, anything outside of an urban area, if you l- grew up anywhere outside of Toronto or Pickering, I guess, you're considered on the farm. I'm not part of Toronto, though. <laughs> what are you part I, of? I, I detest Toronto. I should walk. Except for our listeners. Shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm not a city guy, man. I if I'm I'm put me on a boat, put me on the water, I'm happy. So where's this farm Get stuff on, come from? Because you said you grew up on a farm. No, I never did. We did the whole history of your family, remember? No, I don't remember that. Born no. and raised on a farm? No. You're telling me? No. Is that in the country? Yeah. Same thing. Anytime uh, I've been in the country, all I see is farms. Remember that time <laughs> I went up to uh, Lindsay and we did uh, who the did? barn parties and all that stuff? What? You did? Yeah. Tell me. That's all there was to do back then, man. Tell me about that story. You went to an, some abandoned barn? No, it was, a, it, was a, it was with some buddies or something, and I forget, and they knew some other girls up there, so they were having like a barn party, so we went up and met this one girl called Play. <laughs> oh, we called her play because she liked to play around with the guys. So we got some nook and that was it, man. We did. What happened? Oh, Chinese finger trap? It was a bunch of making out and then she made out with one guy and then she made out with another guy and this and that, man. And where were you in the line? I was the first guy. <laughs> you were the first guy. I just picture a bunch of you guys like uh, these gangbang videos where you got your t-shirt pulled up over back of your head. And just standing there, jerking off, waiting for your turn. No, that's in not. In the barn. Is that what you did And back in the day on the farm? No, I never heard of this. So you guys traveled all the way up to Lindsay, somewhere in the country, because. It's like an hour away. Because there was a chance this one girl was going to be there that you guys could. Uh, no, we never knew she was there. We never knew who she was. <laughs> yeah, you knew of her legend. No, so we never knew, like, uh, never heard of her until we got there, man. Sounds like the plot line. Never of met her till we got there. All right, so that's it. Just a little bit of kissing, kissy face yeah. going on. Yeah, we gave her the nickname Play. <laughs> I don't know. What do you ask? What else do you want, man? <laughs> Not terribly exciting. There's Lindsay. That Remember, I did exciting. jump off the. Uh, I, I thought hay was soft, so I climbed <laughs> up to the second level of the barn and I. 
I jumped off into pre-made uh, hay, hay bundles. <laughs> I believe they're called bales. <laughs> Holy Jesus. I've never <laughs> left the city. <laughs> I believe they're called And I nearly bundles. put my fucking knee through my, my, my mouth and knocked my own teeth out, man. <laughs> thought it'd be nice. Well, I was, I'm sure I'd been drinking, so I thought I'd go right through. <laughs> nope, boom. Been crashing on the brick floor, man. This farm ain't like the movies. This hay ain't soft. <laughs> Is that how you're saying it? How'd <laughs> this get switched on to me, man? This is. What's your sister going on about? How many drinks did you have at that point? Who knows, man? This was like over 20 years ago. How many people were there? I don't remember. Hmm. It was like me and three other guys, and then a bunch of people from uh, Lindsay all met up for a barn party. Any fighting going on? No. <laughs> Why would there be fighting? I can just see you and your buddies I all riding fight. out. I don't fight, man. Telling your workout stories and shit. How much do you bench? Oh. <laughs> no, this is me and my uh, my Polish buddies. Polish buddies? Yeah. Yeah, Italians and Polishes can hang out. <laughs> There's one guy, Gandhi. Big muscle head. And uh, and two other guys. I was leaving names out of it. His real name wasn't Gandhi. We just called him Gandhi. Wow. Gandhi. Yet he was Polish. No, it was a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. W- where'd you come up with that name? Uh, one of the other Polish guys used to call him that. It was short for his uh, real last name. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought you went to an all-Italian school. Yeah, had, these guys uh, didn't go to my school. Well, how'd you get mixed up with the Polish? Uh, met them at Mickey D's. Ah, Mickey D's story. Yep, grade nine Mickey D's. All right. Were you supplying the food for this party? No. From the Mickey D's? Nope. No, no food supplying. Let's. Why? Let's go back to no, you. Don't push your si- You and your sister on the uh, family farm. No, uh, no, I didn't talk anything no about that. No bang busting going on, no nothing like that. What? (laughs) Bang bus. (laughs) I guess moving on with the TV news, did you hear about uh, the Archie Comics TV show coming out on your favorite channel, CW? Um, geez, I don't know if I did or didn't. Yeah, it's called Riverdale. Are there going to be vampires and werewolves in it? I think so. Oh, yeah. well, then I'll be watching. <laughs> no, it's it's weird because they're, they're saying it's going to be a subversive take on the Archie universe. A lot of darkness and weirdness and that kind of shit's going to bubble up from beneath the facade <laughs> of What do you Riverdale. mean weirdness? Like, uh... Uh, that's just the way they, they, they're describing it. So there, there's going to be some kind of underlying thing to this perfect community of Riverdale. So it's a take. What was that movie where, like, everything was, uh, I think it was shot in black and white? It jumped back and forth between color and black and white. It was, like, perfect something or... I don't know. But it, it was a take on... Oh, yeah, where they 
where they travel back to a fictional yeah, 50s yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. with uh, Toby Maguire yes, and yes. Reese Witherspoon and uh, Mr. Furley. Jeez, what was it called? Anyway, that sort of thing, but... I love that movie. Can't remember it. Can't remember the title. Uh, where I was going with this now. Jesus. But, you know, like something's dark with the town. Like yes. something's not right. Yeah. God, we should... I wonder if they're going to do, like... Would it be, like, a, uh, a supernatural kind of thing? Or is it more just, like, a... I don't know. People are plotting and, and, and always trying to get one up on the other. I don't know. But you have to maintain that happy facade, otherwise, or facade, otherwise. Uh, I like facade. You like facade? <laughs> I believe that's the last name. Oh, the way I was reading it, it sounded like uh, remember the Buffy TV show, which of course you do. Love it. It was like that, where it's a normal town, but there's this shit going there's that on. There's evil under underneath everything. It's probably not going to be anything like that, but that's kind of the gist I was getting from. There's it. vampires in that. I'm in. Yeah, of course. I don't know if there's vampires, but it's going to be something subversive. Werewolves? CW, man. At least they're, uh, they're trying. Coming out with shit all the time. And Would they, you like, who was hotter? Who are the two chicks? Veronica? Mm. Yeah, Veronica was a dark-haired. Was she? The two, the two girls always vying for Archie's yeah. affections. Yeah, what was the other one's name? I keep wanting to say Thelma, but that's uh, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Thelma was the hotter one over Daphne. <laughs> yeah, okay. Not, not uh, cartoon-wise, but they did the remake uh, of live action. Oh, okay. Holy crap. <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking Thelma about. Thelma was awesome. Okay. You're not talking about the Sarah Michelle Gellar movie? <sighs> Was she in it? That Scooby-Doo movie? Yeah, it was her and Freddie Prince. That was their vehicle. I don't remember if, if that was the only one they've done, but uh, I knocked a couple off to Thelma. Oh, my God. Night. Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, yeah. So, who's hotter? I don't... Who's the other girl's name? I don't know. Veronica and... Sarah's probably yelling at you. Oh, they're all yelling. This is ridiculous. You Why can we remember nothing? You guys are dummies. You don't remember anything. You don't remember the name of that movie. Still you know that movie I'm talking about with those two people? <laughs> they did this in that town? Hmm. Hmm. You got your phone on you? Nah. Well, yeah, well, let's see if your, your shit... What do you want me to ask it? Who are the two chicks in Archie? Okay. Speaker Hold of this on. thing. Who are the two girls in the Archie comic? Here is information from Wikipedia. Mm. Well, they put up a picture right away. Betty and Veronica. That's it. Who are they? Let me see the pictures. What did Betty look like? You know. Betty was a blonde. Was Betty the blonde? No. Yeah. No. Yep. No. I got to go with the dark haired. I'm normally a blonde girl. You could switch them out anytime. While it may seem Joe is only preoccupied with the fairer sex, longtime listeners know Joe is also a devoted father. 
always concerned with the welfare of his children. Bill loves to bug Joe about being overprotective and can usually pull a good story out of Joe about keeping the world away from his kids. Yeah, unfortunately, we had got him the Good Dinosaur uh, read-along book prior to the movie. So I read it to him like two days before, and the movie was an exact reiteration of what the book said, literally. Um, well? So I'm watching this movie that I've already seen. <laughs> the kitty book was that in-depth. It was. That, uh, it told the entire story except for one part in the movie. Oh Could not boy. believe it. I don't think he remembered, but um, it may have been a little... He got, he's getting a little fidgety near the end, but for the most part, he did pretty good. Yeah, and you told me you were going to see that. I, was, I wonder if there'd be any sca scary bits in it. You know, dinosaur movie. It could be some scary bits where the kid grabs on you. Um, I jumped at one part, but it was kind of weird. It was like, what was it? These pterodactyls decided to... They're trying to capture this ground critter, and they were holding it in their hand all of a sudden... They threw it up in the air and snatched it into one of their mouths. And then another one tried to tear it out from that one's mouth. So I thought that was a little violent for, uh, for a four-year-old to see. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Right, he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. That's good. Maybe he didn't know what the heck was going on. The 3D must have looked pretty awesome no, on that. don't see 3D. With so the dinosaurs and the long necks, you know, coming out at the screen at you. It no, would have been pretty cool. He wouldn't have liked it because he would have had the glasses on. You didn't go see the 3D. No. I just said that. You didn't You didn't allow your son. He's not going to understand to watch it through the glasses. <laughs> He's not going to understand. Why? Why? What is with this shelter, this dome you keep over I just know what would go on. He'd be like, Daddy, I don't want to wear these. And then he wouldn't be able to see the movie. Oh, my God. Have you ever met a kid that didn't want to put stuff on their face? I don't like wearing 3D glasses and I'm an adult. You're They're a stupid. crazy person, They're though. They're stupid. You're an old, crazy gimmick. person. Imagine the first time you saw 3D as a kid in the, in the movies. Yeah. What? Like, oh, my God. Well, back then, this? we were stupid. <laughs> We thought it was a king tits, but it wasn't. And you don't think your kid would have been excited to wear glasses? You would have no. been so excited to wear glasses. I've got no desire to see a 3D movie. Was it your birthday? Um, I shared his birthday with him. Uh, is that what you mean? Uh, I was there when he was born, so technically I'm, I'm part of his birthday. <laughs> I saw him come out of the uh, C-section. Will, will you ever let the poor child enjoy when a, he gets a old 3D enough, experience? And I don't have to deal with it? It's a stupid thing. It's a stupid gimmick. It's useless. Yeah, but as a kid, when you got something flying I'm teaching out him the right thing. I'm teaching him 3D is stupid. Just watch it normally and don't be an idiot. Oh, boy. See, this is what I got to deal with. This is what I got to deal with. I'm teaching the kid right.
what's been happening? Any uh, stories from kindergarten? No. No. No more uh, dirtying the pants lately or anything. Well, that did happen at kindergarten? Yeah, of course. He's, he was not even four years old, man. Gets excited playing with the kids outside. <laughs> Forgets he has to uh, go inside, and then boom. So when you went to pick him up, you got uh, you got an extra package. You had, uh... Yeah, it's happened a few times, and uh, you know it's all about him getting accustomed to life in in junior kindergarten. And um, oh yeah, I'm just I'm curious the Joe yeah, experience pa- of the whole thing. Yeah, so package. Uh, you threw it out, right? You know, the dirty underwear, you just toss it? No, I clean it out. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I, oh, I totally forgot about this one. You're right. Oh, shit. Yeah. You cleaned it. Why wouldn't you just throw it out, though? Because it's perfectly new underwear. Why would I throw it out if it's just covered in poo? <laughs> there you answered your question. That We've uh, had a few accidents. I just... Burp, well, we don't garbage. all have Bill's money where we can just throw out random pieces of clothing. Well... It's nope. just underwear. I, uh, it was so covered in poo, <laughs> I rinsed it out in the toilet with my bare hands, <laughs> cursing this kid out. Okay. I would do like a flush, another <laughs> rinse, flush, another rinse. You're using the toilet like a sink? Yeah. Why? And how about the sink? Oh, because that's gross then. <laughs> what about the laundry sink? But it's not gross for you to be elbows deep in your toilet. It wasn't elbow deep. I was wrist deep. <laughs> wrist deep. Why would a dirty laundry room sink? Well, it's a sink. That's what it's for. Then you clean the sink. Stainless steel, man. You don't dirty it with poo. Your laundry sink is stainless steel? Yeah. Hmm. What do you mean? I don't know. Mine's just old plastic down there. No, we the threw that out. You brought in a custom stainless, like a restaurant quality, basically stainless steel. Yeah, yeah, steel restaurant quality, as you as you would call the, it. Yeah, kitchen sink quality. Well, we can't clean underwear in this. Get me to the, to the nearest toilet. Why dirty a sink full of poo? What the hell? Why isn't there videotape of you cleaning clothes in a toilet? It was not clothes. It's what a, one underwear. I do. I love my kid, man. <laughs> And I'll remind him of it. Wow. You crapped so, your pants, and I had to clean it. In the toilet. In the toilet. Toilet water's clean, man. What do you think it comes from? Same water that comes out of your, your tap, isn't it? What if you had, like, the blue toilet water, because you got the, the clip-on thing in the tank? Take it you don't have that going on. I don't have that nonsense. <laughs> so you saved the underwear. It made it. Saved it. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, it was gross, man. But, hey, that's what real men do. Well, our little girl, her last accident, we were out at uh, the eye doctor getting their eyes checked. And they have an amazing playroom in there because they love getting kids in there because it's just mm. easy money, right? I, I don't let my kids touch that. <laughs> no, it's super. It's it. This would be a Joe kind of place. It's like super high end stuff everywhere. Really? It's all yeah, really. Yeah, it's so handled by other kids, man. The and kids the are playroom gross. is very clean, and it's very top end toys. Mm. It's like, you know, kind iPads laying around what? in the corner and stuff. You know, they. <laughs> Where's your eye good. doctor charge, man? It's well, 
you know, once a year, they're on us, bring your kids in for a, for an eye check, even though their eyes are fine, so we can, you know, charge your insurance. So why do you waste your time going in? Well, just in case. Anyways, the kids loved it there. She got too excited. She had a little accident, you know, a little, uh, little How would poopy. she get too excited? In the playroom, because it was so much fun. And she didn't want to leave, so she had a little poopy, and uh, I'm like, mm. what's that smell? Uh, hold on, let's let's uh, hold the phone here. Take her to the bathroom. Luckily, it was all it was just you know, a little bit contained in the in the underwear. I wasn't washing it in the toilet though. It went right in that garbage. Boom. <laughs> oh, was it a wet one? Yeah, you know, a little bit. Nah, I would just too wiped bad. it off, threw it back on her. No, oh, what? Yeah, I'll teach you. <laughs> No, I felt bad that that bathroom would be smelling, uh, despite how many flushes people tried to do in there until uh, the garbage got cleaned out. But what can you do? Now, what about you? You haven't had accidents lately, have you? That's what I was just thinking. Surely all of the uh, the flatulence that you push out into everyone's presence as the day goes along, you must have had a couple near misses. Uh, yourself? I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> no? You you're dro- getting older. You dropped the Snickers. There's going to be a time where uh, where you accidentally... No, nope, not even at the gym, man. <laughs> not even at the gym. Not even while doing squats. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to be... I uh, hope it does one day, because that means it would be a really good workout. I hope it happens, too, because you'll, you're getting way too confident with your... Uh, with your gas expulsions nowadays. So you're going to be so confident, you're going to let one rip... And uh, fill your pants up, and then that'll be it. You'll be cautious after that. That's why I do lunges, man. My cheeks are tight. <laughs> it don't matter what your cheeks are thinking. That just means it will, it'll fucking splatter more. Yeah. It'll be more uh, like a shotgun. My ass is to die for. It is rock hard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Punch it and break a hand. I, well, I can't wait for the story. Of course, Joe loves having family around, and he will always put them first, as he should. But he also uses them to come up with some of the most imaginative and famous excuses for getting out of social events. Well, it's not much to Well, we're going to delve into it. Um, I wasn't invited, so... That's maybe where we'll have to delve into. (laughs) I will... About uh, this... Great I will insult. delve into all the details of this event that I was not invited to. So, what happened? This was on Sunday. Oh, boy. It was leading to the prior events. Uh, you were uh, private messaging with a fellow uh, friend and cartridge club member, Dean from Round 2 Gaming. Yeah, Correct? heavy hitter. Heavy hitter in the cartridge club. You guys were private messaging for months. I think talking um, behind my back. If we want to talk truthfully, he reached out to uh, to both of us that he was going to make a special trip to Toronto, and it was in he desperately wanted to finally meet Joe. No, from uh, STC Pod. No, and, no, no. Uh, he wanted to meet the people in the area that he talks to. Yeah, but he reached out to you first. Basically, no. Uh, I'm coming to town. I really want to get together with you guys and pal around. And Joe, in, Joe's instant response was, "Of course, man. Anytime. We, yeah, we will what? make time 
and we'll figure it out. You're making this huge journey. It would have been great. Across Canada to uh, come visit us. We'll be there, whatever you need. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Shit, if Joe's ready to go, I'm ready to go. Whatever you need me to do, tell me where I'll where you need me to be, and I'll be there. Uh, time comes closer to... Uh, this was like months in advance. Six months? Four months? Lots of time to figure this out and book book these plans well in advance. It warned my family for months. And I don't do anything, but this month in May, the Sunday I'm going to need. So don't uh, don't book me in for anything on this Sunday. No problem. That's a what a great amount of uh, time you're giving us to organize ourselves. No problem. That's how we work. Time gets closer, and we don't hear Joe talking about it very much anymore. And what what was going on? What were your early excuses? Oh, you were mad because uh, Dean started a uh, group chat with everyone, inviting more people to the meet. I don't know if that got did that get you give you the that willies. Did not or something? get me mad at all. What are you talking I'm about? I'm trying to figure. I'm just trying well, to work. How through about the... you stop fucking talking and and let me tell the truth? What happened? Which was not the case there. Uh, I don't remember the exact details, but. Uh, well, in the, we'll just we'll get right to it. In the end, I couldn't make it because of a gaffe on my part, where I completely forgot that it was the same weekend as my yeah. mom and dad's birthday. Oh, is uh, all my parents' birthdays at once on the one day plus Mother's Day? No, the Mother's Day was the prior weekend, and that was the weekend that I actually got sick here at work, which you remember. You you saw me actually throw up. You are such a piece of work. Well, let's let's go to that day. What did you you started your shift with uh, a coffee, and then what did you eat after that? I don't remember what I ate. I don't know. It was a ton of junk. Probably pound cake, sunflower seeds, another coffee. Oh, there's a bag of chips. Bag of chips. That's a full bag, folks. Another coffee. And he's like, hey, my stomach don't feel right. And he's doing this, you know, like a dog uh, priming up a barf in the middle of the field. I'm like, get out of the room. I cannot see somebody throw up in my room or I'll be throwing up all over to you. Get out of the room. Leave the room now. Our bathroom. I left. Our bathroom is what four to five steps away from our door. Four to five steps. Oh no, the closest one is. Yeah. yeah. So Joe leaves. I'm like, phew, that was a close call. Probably. You're gone for a little while, so I think you're taking care of business. No, I went there and I, I, uh, I vomited twice. And then you, well, from my perspective, you're gone for a while. Then you come back into the room turn to the closest garbage can and start doing it again. And I'm like, what? You just left the bathroom. Why are you throwing up here? I thought I was fine. I came back and I started getting instantly nauseous. And I didn't feel like I could make it back to the bathroom. four steps. 
I just hugged the, the, the garbage can. Yeah. And threw up right in front of me, like an old hound dog in the back alley. Choking on a bone. Oh, thanks for having pity on me. Well, I can't, I can't deal with that. The I'm smell. The one being sick. I'm like, get that garbage can out of here. You and the garbage can. Please go. But I did feel a little bit better after the third. No. Retching. Why don't you explain what you did immediately when you got back from disposing of the garbage can? Oh, well, you had probably earlier, you had offered me one of your uh, pulled chickens uh, with your wraps, right? <laughs> That's right, yeah. So I proceeded to <laughs> eat, eat a pulled chicken with a wrap. Yeah. You got right back in the, right back in the saddle. Let's start oh, eating. My stomach was empty, and I thought maybe a little bit of food will help just settle it down. So I was fine for a little bit, and then I started feeling sick again, and then I didn't throw up again, but, uh, yeah, I ended up leaving a little bit early. Yeah, I let you go early. Thanks to you. Yeah. And this was a Saturday, so the day before Mother's Day, and I had a horrible night's sleep. And you took off Sunday so you could have Mother's Day off. And I had, yeah, I had booked Mother's Day off because I had pre-planned having a nice surprise for my wife. And, you know, I'm sure she would have liked it. And I ended up just being nauseous all day and trying to recoup, get some sleep. And so Mother's Day was sort of a write-off. So we decided to, I offered to have a redo the following Saturday, which is where we lead up. We're getting closer to back to where we left off. And then... That Sunday was the day that Dean was coming down, mm-hmm. and we were all supposed to meet. But prior to uh, record, uh, prior to the organizing it, I had forgotten that my my parents uh, my parents' birthdays are one day apart, and I forgot that it was on that weekend. Uh, yeah. So that was completely my fault. I admit that. Brain fart. Uh, I know. So family first. I I apologized to Dean. I sent him a, I talked to him in private message saying, you know, completely my fault. And but all you other guys were going down, so it was good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't need to be there. <laughs> as much as I wanted to be you there. Did, did you want to be there? There were lots of other people. It wasn't just going to be like you, me, and him. Is that what turned you off? What? That there was more people? No, it would have been cool. Well, it's mm. everyone that we saw at uh, the Barry Game Exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no strangers. <laughs> yeah, you avoided everyone at the Barry Game Exchange pretty good. Well, no, I was running around trying to find stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Lots to get to here. Lots to get to. So in the end, I couldn't go, and I apologized to Dean, and uh, I felt really bad about it. You felt bad about it. Yes. Jesus. Okay. Because when I say I'm going to do something, I like to do it. Yeah. Dean's a nice guy, and we've talked to him, and he's been on our show. and I. That's good. But one of us was there to represent STC oh, yeah. Pod. Someone's always around. 
Take so, care. Take care of business. Oh, like it was a chore for you to go. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. But when you say something, you like to follow through and do it. Yeah, I normally like, like to. Yes. Is the Waterloo plan still going through? Waterloo game swap. Um, no, I can't because I've got a family thing. There's some more birthdays coming. No, it's, uh, wow. Our real estate agent, uh, rented a movie theater, which she does every year. And, uh, so she, you know, we can bring us and the kids and we go have to spend, uh, spend the morning watching a movie. So she's doing the Angry Birds movie. So when I re replied back to say okay to that, I forgot it was on the same day as the Waterloo. Mm. So That's crazy. But I will be there at the next Barry Game Exchange. <laughs> okay. 100%. Yeah. Woo. This is what I, I got to deal with. This is what I got to deal with. Well, when it comes to family, I'm, it's, it's not really a... There's sort of like no no question, man. It's no. Well, we all have families, though. Well, yeah. We all have uh, obligations. Yeah. Yeah. But if they fall on the same day, which one do you do? Video gaming or uh, had, family stuff? We had months to work things out. And I told you, it was my gaff. I completely mm. all right. didn't organize it better, and it's something that I'm working on. <laughs> Oh, so boy. let's get back to this event. Uh, it doesn't matter what I what I uh, goofed on. Okay, it does matter because that whole day. What what do I get the whole day? Where's Joe? Where's Joe? Joe? Where's Joe? 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 Can't wait to meet Joe. Joe? 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 No one wants to meet this guy here. It's all about Joe. And there you have it. Joe's other passion: working out at the gym. It may drive Bill crazy, but we get to hear some good chop-busting when it comes to Joe's Adonis-like body. She's actually counting how many hours of shows that I have personally to watch. <laughs> she gave me like an exact number. <laughs> I said, oh my God, between you and the mother-in-law, you guys got to just chill out and relax. I, I think you're doing fine. You got 50% of your PVR free? Yeah. That's amazing. Glass half full. <laughs> She's got like this freaking, she get she gets twitchy. And then she gets all fucking uh, happy and uh, crazy when it's like down to zero. She's like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm all wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't say that, but she gets pretty damn happy when that PVR is at zero. Zero as in nothing recorded. Yeah. All I know is I got I got to take a week off of work and uh, just watch my shows. That's the terrible thing. We're, we're blocking off time just to sit in front of a screen. This is uh, she's away all day. She's all tonight and then all of tomorrow night. She's away too, right? So I got one more night to freaking uh, give her heart on that PVR and just watch whatever I want. You're gonna have heavy callus on your one hand. That's for sure. All that alone time. Oh, that's from the gym, you mean? <laughs> Rubbing what it on the weights. <laughs> that's what your spotter does. What about at the gym? Do, 
do you have the machines that have like the uh, like a TV screen in them where you can just watch shit? Maybe that's a good time to watch shows. How does that work? Well, we got those, but those are all like on the ellipticals or the treadmills, right? Or the, yeah. the bikes. But uh, no, there's limited channels, so it's not like you can, uh, you know, pull up HBO or something like that, right? And you can't plug anything in to watch whatever. Uh, these are pretty new ones. I know there's stuff you can plug into it. So maybe you can. I'm not going to spend fucking 45 minutes just running and watching a show. No uh, way. Not when there's mirror looking to do while yeah. you lift some lead. Look at this, Jimmy. See that vein? Put some oil on that. This uh, this little part of my body that's not shiny. <laughs> Put some more baby oil on there. Uh, what are you guys looking at when you look so intently into the mirror at yourselves when you're pumping? Oh, you just uh, you're looking at you're doing you're uh, delving into your inner chi. Oh, that's what it is. Trying to uh, get motivation. You know, you psych yourself up. Ah. Uh. <clears throat> I can't even go to that side of the gym. I cannot deal with those kind of people. I just can't. I'm not doing any of that, dude. I'm, when I'm there, I'm just like, I got the headphones in. I'm listening to the stern. I'm checking out some of the other guys. And uh, that's it. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody. I don't say a word. I'm in and I'm out. And that's just the shower. That's the uh, sauna. Uh, yeah, I got to get back to the gym, man. Nothing like spending money every month for something you're not using. How's the time to do it, man? Wintertime. Yep. Exactly. And then you're sitting in front of the TV at home going, I got two hours of stuff I got to watch tonight. So I guess I can't go to the gym. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Once you get sedentary after dinner, you sit on that couch. Oh, you can't do it. You got to keep mobile. That's the thing. Maybe guilty of that, man. Once I'm, once I'm down on that couch, it takes a lot of motivation to get me back up again. That's the same thing. Maybe I have to like load the tablet up with uh, some shit I got to watch and put that on top of a treadmill or something. Watch it that way. Nah. Don't we? No treadmill, man. <laughs> get yourself. Yeah. I, fuck the I treadmill. Be a, get your, go on elliptical. Get a good sweat up and then hit some weights. You still haven't drawn me up a plan yet. <clears throat> Uh, I'll do it. Well, I, I told you I'd do it if I knew you were going to go. Well, yeah, you got to give me something first. <clears throat> Show me that you're going to go. <laughs> I was, remember? I was going three times a week. Were you? Yeah. What? Waiting for your plan. Never came. I don't believe you. God, why, why are you, uh, why are you going all crazy? Because you won't let me eat. I'm starving. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to eat until after the show. I'm fucking starving, dude. I'm starving too, but if I, ribs. if I let Joe eat now, then, uh, immediately when Joe is done eating, Joey gets tired and Joey turns into, uh, what do you turn into? Turn to a bear either way, man. <laughs> a bear, I wish. I'm a hungry bear right now, and then I'm a hibernating bear after I yeah, eat. Yeah, that's right. Hibernating bear, which we couldn't record if you were doing that. Well, but you ate. You ate tonight. You ate before work. 
Yeah. I had, uh, it was a f- fucking fiasco, but. <laughs> Let's hear about this. All right. So, as always, I was fucking doing renovations again. So I finished like at 4.30. I got to leave for work around 5.30. So I started getting the kids dinner ready. Okay, you're going to barbecue some hot dogs. Fine, no problem. Nice and easy, throw them on the barbecue. Well, the fucking propane tank runs out as soon as we turn it on. <laughs> so I go to the mother-in-law. Um, you mind if we just uh, 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 boil the hot dogs on the stove instead of barbecuing? And she looks at me like I got two heads. Like, Bo- n- no, I prefer not to. It's like, what the fuck? All right. Wait a minute. Watch the kids. I'll go fucking the Canadian Tire again and fill up this, this propane tank that you guys seem to empty out every two weeks. But you you told me you have a, a line, a gas line out there to your barbecues. What are you talking about propane tanks? Well, we have one put in, but our, our barbecue is uh, is propane tank. It's not, uh, it doesn't have the gas tank hookup. Well, that's just like a $15 conversion kit and away you go. Why aren't you on that? Well, how do you do that? You buy this conversion kit. What does it do? I don't know. Some, it's like a hose and a regulator or something goes into line. So I don't, you don't know. know. It's a conversion kit. 15 to 20 bucks. Get on that. Mr. Mm. Brook, well, considering a tank fill up is 2167 tax included. That adds up, eh? Yeah, it seems expensive. The tank exchange is $22. Brand new tank. I don't get that. We got, we have a tank exchange thing. So how does that work? You take any tank there and exchange it for $22 for a full one. So what's the point of that then? You always have a full tank or you always have like the latest tank that's regulated? Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, that way. Like I can get that at my corner store at that price. So that's, you know. Mm. That's pretty good. If it costs you 20, 20 bucks to fill it up, then I guess I'm doing all right at the corner store, just 22 for a tank exchange. In fact, I've exchanged old illegal tanks there for new awesome ones. Oh, well, no, we, we bought one that's part of that exchange program. It's like the e, E1 or ePones ones. Right. So it's part of the program. Part of the program. Yeah, so you can just take it to yeah, any of these right. places. I, I don't give a shit. Okay. Anyway, it's... Hot uh, dogs. The hot dogs. So I get the fucking hot... Uh, run out to Canadian Tire, <laughs> fill up the tank, run back, put the tank on, get the dogs going so the kids can eat, <laughs> put mine on. I got to have a sh- two-minute shower because I should have left for work like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> and then I take my three hot dogs. Who's cooking? Well, I was cooking the first half, and then the mother-in-law just pulled mine off after. Oh, okay. While I was having a shower. How many hot dogs are we talking? Three jumbo ones for me. Jumbos? I thought you were off jumbos. I don't know. They bought it. <laughs> and uh, so I got to fucking leave. So boom, threw the hot dogs in the buns, put the buns on a, on a table plate, put the condiments on, <laughs> and I'm walking out to my car with a plate in one hand, my bag <laughs> in the other, carrying three hot dogs and a can of Coke. <laughs> you gotta have your camp. And then as I'm walking to my car, the wife pulls in from work and she's like, What are you doing? Oh, nothing, just the usual nonsense. <laughs> Dealing with your mom. And what does she have for supper? 
I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Sense a lot of uh, Ajita in your voice. Yeah, I'm fucking irritated, man. Uh, she doesn't care. What? You got to do rentals for all two days, three days that you're off? Okay. That's fine. Do it. Deal with everybody. We just had the kitchen put in. I'm fucking the middleman between uh, her and uh, her and her mother-in-law or her mom and uh, the fucking kitchen guys. Okay, back up. So you you're putting a kitchen in in the basement where your mother-in-law is living, right? We're not talking a main floor kitchen. This is the yeah the in-law suite. Okay. So you picked everything out, and now they installed the kitchen, and there's issues. No, it's just, well, there's a delay issue, and now they got to come back for one thing, and then they're not happy with uh, how one thing looks in the kitchen, so they want me to call a guy. I'm like, I wasn't there when you guys set this thing up in the first place, so why was there no questions about it? So now you want me to ask him a question for you? Why don't you just call him? Hmm. You know what? I hope I fucking... (laughs) I went to the beer store today. (laughs) I bought a case of beer of Corona for 24. This is part of my other issue. Uh, $4 return, uh, you get $4 back, right? But you got to email the receipt in to get the $4 back from whoever makes Corona. Fucking forgot the receipt at the beer store because I was in a rush to get out. So I lose out on that. So you know what I hope I do with these beers? I hope I fucking drink them all and then uh, do it while I'm swimming, and then I hope I, f- I pass out, and then I fucking just end it all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so good. I hope you like that. hope she enjoys that. <laughs> Take the insurance money. Go get married again and uh, fucking give this guy Ajita and kill him too and get more insurance money. Do another reno. <laughs> yeah, she'd be doing all right with your insurance money. Jesus. I can't remember anything anymore because I got too much going on with everything. <laughs> I got so much in my head. Poor Joe. Oh, you had some lovely hot dogs, jumbos. Yeah. I was choking them down as I'm driving <laughs> on the highway. That's a great way to enjoy them. I was feeling sick with the third one. I should have just had two. I thought they were just regular small ones. <laughs> yeah, you could have stopped after the second one. <laughs> Oh, no, what's the point? Oh, I got to keep driving them in. You're <laughs> driving down the highway and you're driving hot dogs down your throat. Shit in my throat. <laughs> or maybe I knew ahead of time you wouldn't let me eat. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you uh, got them in you. What, did you have the ketchup and the mustard down there? Yeah, that's it. Just slopped it on. Fucking no, no way to enjoy what I'm eating. No mess all over you, though. Impressive. No, I was good. I was, well, I wrapped it up in a couple uh, napkins. Wow. I knew some stuff was squirt out on me. Oh. Like always. Land on my stomach. Well, I'm I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you uh you know you didn't have your heart attack today and I'm you, coming, you made man. it in. It's fucking coming. I got the chest pain. <laughs> the other day my arm was like, what the no strength in it whatsoever. You know you see those commercials on TV? You, the the dad's sitting at the table and he's talking to the wife and he's like She's like, honey, the side of your face is drooping. He's like, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's you. I'm pretty sure I've had two of those already, and I fought it off <laughs> for some reason. She just give in. 
Episode 50 was a big milestone episode for the show, and the boys decided to change things up a bit when they invited the ladies of STC Pod to join them and get a female perspective on the show. Bill happily let Sarka Sim and Mrs. Q-Dog grill Joe on his reclusive and secretive life behind the scenes. You never know. This might be, you might have a situation like Eric might be a bit like Joe, and you might already have them hidden in your house somewhere, like behind the drywall or something. <laughs> behind the hidden panel? Yeah, hidden panel. Push you know, he spent, he spent a couple thousand on something and just put yeah. it behind the drywall. So you or or the, the wife comes downstairs and realizes that you're doing a podcast. Oh, what's going on here on this computer? Oh, wait. And they, I, need, I need a pen from your desk. Wait. And he opens up, she opens up the drawer and finds three TFs in there. What the? That's why I'm podcasting in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> where, where is she? Like, she's where is she? She's where, up in bed. Uh, you guys, like, you guys must have, like, separate quarters, like, for her to not, like. Like, if yeah, I was in the, in the garage, Eric would be like, where, why are you in there? How, he'd, like, he'd, like, no. Yeah. Uh, your house must uh, be huge. Uh, ask Bill. Apparently, he's got a good idea of, of what my living arrangements are like. Let me guess. You're in the servants' quarters of your house. West Wing, yes. The West Wing. And how big is that garage door? My God. <laughs> Have it's you mass- seen a nicer garage? It's massive. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, my God. Holy jumping. Holy jumping. Well, he's got to back the airplane in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a helicopter landing pad as well? <laughs> no response from Joe. What is he speechless? He doesn't know what to say. Oh, Bill, do you have any other questions you have to ask the ladies here? <laughs> and probably the most famous and often referenced friend of the show. Captain Cartridge Canuck makes a special appearance and offers to end Joe's misery. You could always uh, not do it every week, too. Every week is a pretty tough schedule as well. Whoa, what do we got going on here? I tell you, this wouldn't be a special episode without another super fan joining us. And I couldn't leave it to just the ladies. Is that the cap right there? It is. How's it going, everybody? Hello. Hello. I, did, I had my hat off. I was less decent before, and I said, crap, this is a video call. <laughs> there he is, the Cartridge Canuck, Captain Canuck himself. Bill with his surprises. <laughs> You're going to hear it fifth. after this is done. <laughs> Happy 50th, you guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Thank you very much, sir. We were just talking to Joe about uh, his negotiations and trying to keep him going a little bit further. Well, on that topic, uh, Bill, I actually had some time to think about your offer. And (laughs) I talked it over with Enzi. And (laughs) I think I'll do it. I'll, I'll replace Joe on the show. 
<laughs> we're supposed to talk. So about thanks, <laughs> thanks for sticking around there, Joe. But uh, yeah, I'll take over from here. <laughs> I got it this far. You can take over then, far. <laughs> You're only two weeks short of a year. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Um, wow. Well, what we are going to hope to do at some point is move to uh, a new podcast uh, hosting business, uh, get away from Podomatic because they're extremely limited in their uh, storage, as you guys are mm. aware. So we'll probably be migrating to Podbean at some point, and then we will be able to put all of our episodes up and get rid of that nasty donation plea on the old episodes. And everything should be should be up. Uh, uh, the problem is we'll have to reapply to iTunes and Stitcher and all that jazz. But uh, it'll breathe some new life into the show, maybe. We're thinking of a little bit of a rebrand. And... Uh, when we relaunch on iTunes, hopefully everyone will go on there and add some fresh reviews to the to the show and get it noticed on iTunes about. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. So, Cap, what have you been up to today? Uh, getting off work, taking care of the baby, putting her to bed, um, putting on some Super Castlevania. Just uh, yeah, just hanging out. Cool. Uh, well, you put out immediately that if this was to be the last show, you were definitely had to be on there. And uh, <laughs> no slight to you, uh, not inviting you originally, but we had this uh, booked for the ladies of the STC That's pod. That's good. So. We need our Cartridge Club ladies represented. So I was hassling uh, the Cartridge Bros about they should have an uh, all-ladies uh, Cartridge Club cast, but you guys beat them to it, so... <laughs> <laughs> you need to use uh, Kevin's shame audio clip. Shame. Joe decided to forge on ahead with the show after episode 50, and the boys continued to release their podcast every Friday without missing a week yet. More guests were invited on, format changes were dabbled with, and they even added a little red-headed vixen to the end of certain episodes. That, that uh, chewed up my entire day, but I'm glad it turned out because it was worth it in the end. It was a great episode, and can't wait to have Dean back on again, actually. All right. We got to have him back on because there's so much more to talk about. Um, yeah, then we'll get really personal. Yeah, really personal. Yeah. But uh, then you put this music on again with this music. You didn't, you know, as the musical, I am the musical creative director on the show. Uh, that didn't get put across my desk. No, you're the uh, social media director. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, and president of uh, music clearance and title <clears throat> R&D. Uh, but as executive producer, <laughs> I have the right to throw that up there. No. Let's lay this ground rule down now. EP, man. EP. No. Not ED, EP. Uh, Joe does not, uh, on his own volition, throw any kind of music on the show. Let's just put that in there. Put that uh, down. I think it brought in our greatest interest, to be honest with you. Really? We're going to have a music off. <laughs> this is different than the guitar off. Oh. 
God, like what? We're, Tiffany, like why even? Oh, I suppose we mentioned it for half a second in the show. Yeah, it was disputed, yeah. and I thought, all right, to teach you a lesson. And then you let it play for like two minutes. Oh, because it's great. Outrageous. You got to get to the chorus. I'm sure we lost like seventy uh, percent of listeners. Actually, um, yeah. Due to my Twitter feedback, I've actually gained followers due to that. Oh yeah, did yeah. Uh, Tif- Tiffany start following you? And so it evolved that episodes with only Joe and Bill would be called a Tiffany, much to the dismay of one of the co-hosts. But arguments have always been a centerpiece of the STC pod, where bets are often paid off with big breakfasts after being settled by certain higher powers. Keeping with AMC, if we want to move on, I guess Preacher will be coming out soon. Uh, they They have high hopes for this. Another uh, show based on a comic. Um, There was a teaser clip a while ago, but I guess they're just shooting it now because they announced uh, one of my favorite people is joining the cast as the main villain, Jackie Earl Haley. Does that ring name ring a bell? It does, but I can't picture what he looks like. Well, give me a refresher. Give me a refresher. What was the latest thing? I guess was it the Watchmen or was it uh, Jackie Earl Haley? Okay, check it out. (laughs) Blah blah blah. American film actor. Uh, Just wait. Just wait a second. Just wait. All right, all right. Let's hear how Google would respond to that. Okay. Well, I got I got his whole bio just popped up. Jackie Earl Haley is an American film actor. See, I don't have to read. She tells me. No, she's reading what I, she's reading exactly what's pulled up by Siri here. So I'm looking at it as she pulled up the wiki thing and started reading it. Siri, why are you so lazy? (laughs) Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Joey. Siri, read to me who Jackie Earl Haley is. Checking on that. Here's what I found on the web for read to me who Jackie Earl Haley is. You fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I keep trying. All right. Arguments aside, you can't help but notice the man love between these two gents. From this deep love spawned Bill's insistent concern that Joe see a sleep specialist. We've heard of Joe passing out in all kinds of sticky situations before, and even though Joe runs to the doctor for any kind of muscle soreness, he simply refuses to go for a sleep test. So then I settle in on the couch, 9.15, get all comfy, put on one of my shows. Next thing I know, I wake back up and it's 11.47. Mm -hmm. The entire night's uh, gone by in a blink with me passing out. You know, um, you know, when Steve O was in a really bad shape with the, the, uh, with the drugs and the substance abuse and all that, right. Uh, Knoxville and his buddies had to physically grab him and kidnap him and drag him to, uh, to the rehab. So I wonder if I get some people together and, uh, we physically grab you and drag you to the sleep clinic. If you'd uh, agree to stay. 
stay for the night. Yeah. It's one night. I'd probably have a good sleep. I um, would love to know what those test results. I don't would be. think that you would find anything. They probably say I'm perfect. Just like all my tests do from the doctors. Perfect blood pressure, perfect everything else, even though my body's falling apart. You know what's funny? You brought that up. I went to uh, pick my son up today from uh, school, and as always, I like to show up 45 minutes early, right? Yeah, of course. Why would Actually, you? Today, I showed up an hour early. So I pull into the parking lot because it's a small parking lot, so I like to get a good spot right up front. And I brought the laptop because I was going to edit a uh, portion of uh, my tranny cast. So it's like 2 a.m. Uh, 2 p.m. I'm sitting in the car, got the laptop on my lap, headphones in. 215, 220, still working away. His bell goes off at 245. 230, I start getting the head bobs. I'm still working away, listening to the podcast. Pass out. Wake up like three minutes later, 235. Oh, that was close. All right, I got 10 more minutes. So I'm still sitting there listening away. Next thing I know, I wake up to one of the teachers knocking on the car window. (laughs) It's 3 p.m. The poor kid was in the playground with the teacher beside him. And there's no other car in this parking lot at all. The the school is completely out. (laughs) This teacher's knocking on my window. I wake up with headphones in my ear, the laptop on my lap. Oh, God. All disoriented. It's like, oh, what happened? Oh, I'm so sorry. I go running out to grab him. And the teacher's like, Ethan goes, I see my daddy's head in the car. (laughs) And they look, and they were like, well, we saw your head slumped over, but we weren't sure what was going on. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I just... The car was getting warm and I got sleepy. That's all. Uh, you know what they're thinking you're doing with the laptop. Oh, man. oh yeah, I guess, man. Yeah, I guess. Head slump. He's pulling the goalie. I just passed out. <laughs> hey, you don't need any help with your sleep, eh? You're fine. Oh, Jesus. Everybody gets tired every now and then. Which brings us to the most famous doctor's visit in all of STC pod history. Joe had reluctantly scheduled a consultation with a new doctor for a very special procedure of a delicate nature. Thank God when Joe got there, he thought to record the entire meeting. Well, I got something we could talk about, considering uh, diving deeper in, if you want to call it. Are we ready? Are we ready to go there? So I had my uh, yes ball talk. I had my vasectomy consult. I guess it would have <laughs> been early last week now. So that was a, a bit of a shocking experience. Shock- the- <laughs> shocking experience. Well, we had talked before you left, and I asked you if you had uh, shaved down and everything for the experience, and you said there'd be no need for. Any parts being exposed, it was just a consult, right? Well, yeah, I didn't think he'd be, uh, you know, 
touching me down there and stuff. <laughs> was, uh, I'll take it from the beginning. You went on your lunch, right? Yeah, I just it was. It was a uh, what I expected it to be. So I, this was also the day that I lost my wallet. Oh right. So <clears throat> first I spent all morning trying to find my wallet. Then I had to email transfer you. 40 bucks so you could withdraw 40 bucks because the consult is a cash only fee of $40. Well, I was only at your insistence. I was perfectly willing <laughs> to lend you the 40 bucks. You wanted to email it to me right away. So we did that nonsense. Well, wow, let's say you were a bear all morning because you were God. so angry. So angry I lost my wallet, man. I never <laughs> lose it. Actually, I've only lost it, uh, I believe, once. Maybe twice in my entire lifetime. This and now this was would have been the third time. Um, and only one other time I had my wallet returned to me. Now I can say, twice in my lifetime I've had my wallet returned to me because that very night, I lost it at the gas station. Must have fallen out of my pocket. The gentleman uh, returned it to me. Yeah. Fortunately, he didn't leave his name or number or anything, so I couldn't. Uh, I wanted to compensate him in some way, like, you know, just buying, even if I bought him, like, a, you know, $25 Timmy's card or something like that or some cash or something, right? It was truly amazing. This guy went out of his way to bring you back your wallet with everything inside of it. Yeah, the cash was still, no, well, it was only like 50 bucks in cash, but yeah, that was all in there. The lottery tickets were in there. Wow. Unfortunately, I'm still going through the hassle because I canceled my uh, two of my visas. So I'm still waiting on those, and I canceled my uh, debit card. I had a bit of an issue with that the other day. So waiting for that nonsense to be resolved. It's funny how when you cancel a credit card, it takes like uh, two weeks for them to ship you a new one. There must be some kind of way to expedite that. But nevertheless, uh, I forget the guy's name. He just left his name. I think it was like Pierre. But uh, yeah, man, there's some good karma out there. Going back to him, hopefully. Yeah, it's awesome. I guess I'll have to pay it forward in some kind of way. You can give it to me. <coughs> so you were desperate for money that day, so you go to your appointment because your appointment needed forty dollars. So cash. I gave you a little handy. You gave me forty bucks in return, just like that. Uh, the appointment was literally 10 minutes away. It probably took me 20 minutes to get there because I interpreted the, uh, address wrong. <laughs> interpreted? Well, they put the unit number and then the, uh, building number, right? Yeah. So I don't know what I was thinking. I was maybe out of sorts that day, but I put the unit number as the street number. So I was close to where I was, but. I just couldn't find it. I was like literally a block in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to the plaza. I'm like, where the hell is this place? Call them up. And then the actual phone number, uh, voicemail message, they say, oh, we're at this address, which was the actual street number as opposed to the unit number I was putting in. So genius. Dummy. I was all flustered, man. I was in a <laughs> rush. And you were insane that day. My head just wasn't so in the right place. Know. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, I get there, 
me and a bunch of other guys sitting in the, uh, <laughs> you know, heads down. No one's making eye contact <laughs> in this uh, room. Everyone's balls are out. I didn't have my health card because I lost my wallet. So the receptionist was like, uh, you don't have your health card? And she couldn't understand why. So you lost it? What? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, just fuck. Who cares? Here's 40 bucks. You're not, it's not going through the, the health board or the government uh, agency, right? You don't need a fucking health card. So, yeah, sat there for like five minutes, get called in. The guy sees me right away. Like as soon as I walk in the room, he's walking right behind me. Really nice guy. Uh, explains a little bit. All right, get up on the table and uh, pull your pants down to just under your, uh, to above your knees. Oh, take your underwear down too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready for this, man. He gets right in there, rip, 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 jiggle the balls. <laughs> he finds the uh, the vein that they're supposed to cut. Oh my god! He goes, uh, here, give me your finger. I'll put it. I'll, I'll show you what we're doing. So yeah, he grabs let's my all finger. Have a party down there. <laughs> and starts rubbing my own finger across what? this little uh, vein on my on my uh, scrotum. Trying to be professional here. Underneath is it underside. No, it's on. Yeah, it's on the top side. So both of you have your hands on, on your balls. Yep. <laughs> he goes and he explains it like uh, so. We give you a little bit of freezing. Well, I should say the last question in the uh, in the papers they have you uh, fill out before the doctor sees you, right? Name, address, any conditions, this or that nonsense. Do you want to be sedated or do you want to have local freezing? So first I, I put off uh, sedated. And then I read the fine print saying, oh, you got to have a ride home from the hospital, this or that. So it's like, fuck, then I, who am I going to get to pick me up and this and I'm like, that's a big hassle. So I scratch that out, go back to freezing. <clears throat> so we get in there. Which it will be way better for the. Story he, after he asked me to feel myself, he uh, says, okay, so we're going to put a needle in here. And he's going, oh, the, the Japanese invented this great tool. Before, we used to have to uh, cut you open down there and fish around to find this thing. And so we know exactly where it is now. And they, they invented like this little fish hook thing. So we freeze you and then we jab this metal sharp object into your skin Hook, hook this vein, you pull the vein out, and they cut it, and then they tie both ends of it with a surgical string, and then it gets sucked back into you. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm pretty queasy about this. Where's this the freezing needle going? Into your ball sack, where they're going to jab you with this fish hook. Do you get, like, pre-freezing before the freezing? I don't know. Holy God. He goes, is it going to hurt? And he goes, oh, you feel a little prick. <laughs> hey, oh. I'm like, fuck. So literally this, and that was it. But I have to go back because I didn't have my health card, so they couldn't book the actual date for it. Um, so, yeah. Man, I've I heard. I guess I'll be doing that this week. I've heard guys say they can feel when it's the procedure's happening, they can feel like. Something being pulled from their abdomen yeah, I've got all the, the way down. Because the vein he shows you goes from your ball sack up like up into your stomach side rib cage area kind yeah. of thing. You can just feel like, oh, man, it gives me shivers thinking about that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to pass out. 
He's going, well, I don't know. It sounds like you might be, maybe it might be better if he gets sedated. And I'm just like, get it. I want it done and taken home. I don't want to have to, uh, you know, have someone sit there and all this nonsense. And Yeah, I guess so. Uh, wow. That's going to be good. It's going to be a good story afterwards. Ugh. And what do you say? Well, about actually, uh, I recorded the conversation, so I don't know. Do you want to hear it? Or yep. Can yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I'm not sure how well this will translate over the phone. We'll have to give it a quick little try here. What did he say recovery was? Is it the old frozen bag of peas business? And no, all you got to wear, um, he says right away you should be wearing a jock strap to keep the support up there. Wow. Because you don't want... Uh, you don't want any heavy work being done or like, uh, you know, because it gets pretty serious apparently if, if uh, your balls can swell up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Elephantitis. Anyways. Which I already have. <laughs> it's from too much rubbing. All right. So let's, uh, let's oh, give yeah. this a go and maybe we'll have to uh, record this some other way into it. But yeah, He gave permission, by the way, to be recorded, right? Not to go out on podcasts. I just say, can I record this to uh, so I can tell my wife what's going on? Yeah, well, that's standard. Good enough for me. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it kind of made me nauseous already. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So let's just uh, go over this. So you're 40 now. You have two children, and both you and your wife are uh, through. Yeah, uh, she's through, yes. She's through, okay. And, and you're not so sure, or? Uh, well, I'm pretty tired, so I guess I'm done, too. Okay. <laughs> that was your big joke. That was my big joke, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's get you up he on loved the it. table. I just want to examine it. I'm going to show you what, you know, how we do oh, this, okay? okay? Why don't you hop so, on up? So um, let's get you uh, head up here, feet down there. You can leave your shoes on and just lying on your back. Oh. Uh, and do anything? Or? Uh, well, when you're lying down, then you can pull your pants down a little bit. <laughs> well, excuse me while I whip this out. So we are lucky that the Chinese, uh, Chinese. were clever enough. Listen to all those pants rustling. Oh, uh, a method of vasectomy that uh, is far less invasive are you fighting? than the... Uh, standard uh, okay. technique. We, we call it the no scalpel. Exactly. I'm going to explain to you what that, that entails. Okay. Oh, he's feeling so, my balls right now. We need one finger from the middle of that. Okay. Right here. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to get you to feel right there. Oh. Do you feel that? I feel a bump. Sounds romantic. Well, yeah. That, it, it goes all the way up and all the way down, and it's a wire, like a wire. Okay. That's okay. your vas. <laughs> all right. Okay. So the Chinese figured out <laughs> okay. you can feel the vas through the skin, so we know exactly where it is. Oh. Okay. And that makes it much simpler because before that we used to make a cut like that, open everything up, and then look for it, right, to see it. But you know where it is, so you don't have to. Why do they that. take the Chinese? To so that the first out. thing we'll do is we'll put a little freezing into the skin right over there. Okay. So the Still Chinese instrument it. has a very fine, sharp point and a little hook at the very end. So what happens is, where your skin's frozen, we're going to make a little puncture, hook the vase, 
wiggle it out through the little opening until we've got a loop sticking out oh from, my the, God. from the sack like that. <laughs> right? So once we got the loop out there, I can cut the vase in two spots. That's going to remove a piece about that long, about half an inch, and that prevents the ends from touching or growing back together. I'll tie each of the ends tight with some surgical thread, okay. and we let them go back inside. You guys are and still touching you your balls. Okay. That's it. Now, you so. got some he air is, right here, on. so have a look. Shave the shaft of the penis here <laughs> and the front okay. of the sack. Okay? You can put your pants back you can put now, your pants back on. Obviously, if you get nauseous just thinking about this, you're probably a candidate to have sedation. Okay? Yeah, I read about that. So. You, you'll, I mean, from a physical perspective, you're normal. Okay? There's nothing unusual, there's nothing abnormal about your sack. It should be, you know, fair, from a technical standpoint, easy to do your vasectomy under local. But it's all yeah, good sack, man. up here, you Dude. know. Guys that have come in and they're really highly anxious, to them, it's like the worst thing in the whole... That, that day is going to be like, you know, like a, a terrible thing, you know. If we try to force you to have it done, you know, under just a wide awake. So that's why we have the sedation. Um, I mean, it's there for you if you want it. Uh, if you think you're going to do okay under the local... Okay, you know, I mean, as I say, technically there's no issue there, but but I just from what you've told me, I think you might end up... Is it up just a one needle, like a small little, or is it like... You said it's just... You go in where you do the, the actual needle freezing part, Yeah, right? we'll hold on to the vase just the way I showed you, and then we freeze the skin with a needle, so you feel a pinprick when we do it. Um, we have to work around the vase a little bit in order to, you know, to pull on it. If it gets a little sore, we have to freeze some more, you know, but, you know, we adjust the amount of freezing depending on how you're feeling. Typically, we'll get it, you know, first time around, but, um... And when you pull it, is it just, do you feel the, the pulling sensation? Some guys will feel it internal, like it's up here because all it's right. all connected, right? You know, the vase, uh, the vase goes all the way on the inside, oh. all the way around to the pro... So... You know, God I mean, there's guys. guys that tighten up, you know, that you're, you're fighting against, you know, that's what makes it, you know, it's like a tug of war if you're yeah. nervous and, you know, tighten up and so forth. Um, so, okay. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to force you to have it one way or the other, but just from my experience of doing thousands and thousands of them, guys that are highly... You know, they tell me, look, they, they've almost fainted or they feel nauseous in the waiting room. You're probably going to have a better experience under some sedation. Sed modern sedation these days, um, although it's a bit of a nuisance in the sense that someone has to drive you home and whatever, it just takes all the, you know, someone sticks an intravenous and you're in a vein, gives you an injection, the next thing you know, it's done. That's, it's awesome. that's your experience. Okay. And you say, that was great, you know? It's like time travel. Otherwise, right? it's like, oh, God, grab my testicles. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think you should do that. So that's, I'll leave it at that. I mean, yeah, it's no, just uh, the total duration of the process is just like five, ten minutes. Or? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we book vasectomies for half an hour, whether it's done under sedation or not. 
uh, and that involves even cleaning up the room and you know getting the next guy in and so on and so forth. So it's a fast procedure; it doesn't take a long time. Okay. But uh, you know, for guys that are predisposed to being anxious, it might turn out to be the worst ten minutes in your whole life. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing. Um, yeah, okay. comfortable. So when when do I have to decide? Uh... Well, uh, we would put you on different. It's it's done on different days because when we do the locals, it's done in the ambulatory care unit, which doesn't have the capability of giving you sedation. You know, just a very small, you know, mini operating room. There's a nurse there, and you know, we just run the guys through under local. And if you choose sedation, we do them in, in the real operating room, and there's. Mm. You know, the anesthetist is there. It's on a day that we're giving everybody. You know, there might be a, a vasectomy and then a, uh, a bladder cancer removal. Or, you know, like there's a whole number of things that are done. That are, you okay. Know. Uh, okay. I guess we'll have to decide that, though. Yeah, come with me. Sure. Karen might help you in terms of giving you the days that are available. Um, but as I say, don't feel... Embarrassed if you choose sedation. You know, 10% of guys have sedation, and that's that's the right thing for them. 10%? Yeah, I'd say it might be better for you. Like but, I said, I've had that propofol before, and it's just like fucking time travel, man. It's awesome. Well, I've been knocked out plenty of times for uh, procedures. It's. I don't know. Do I want to be part of that 10%? Uh, it sounds. Like way awful, what everything you described. <laughs> I told you, man. It's just like, oh. And how hairy is your shaft that he had to oh, come in? <laughs> I was full Bush Gardens now, there, man. I've been trimmed for a little bit. The hair's going all the way up the shaft now. No, is that how fuck? old we're getting now? On the uh, the bottom part of the shaft. A lot of shaft talk about hair on the shaft. <laughs> Are you pulling hairs when you're pulling it? <laughs> No, I'm not fucking pulling hairs. <laughs> wow. So you take that razor right to the shaft, eh? I guess so, man. I'm going to go like porno style. Shave everything. So he told you to make sure it's shaved. It's not like yeah. they're going to shave No, you. no, I got to do it. Hmm. He's like, you're, you're a grown man. You can shave your own ball sack for us. <laughs> wow, that is... What, what he should have said was, <laughs> why isn't your ball sack already shaven? <laughs> you should be shorn completely clean. Don't you... Don't guys like you watch pornos? <laughs> well, thank you for letting us uh, take part yeah, in your second day in my consult. life, man. Fucking bullshit like that. <clears throat> wow. God, that must have been hilarious to see your face when he told you to take your pants down and hop up there. Well, I was just like, come on, man. man. <laughs> you really got to look at my sack? And then he's holding it and then holding your hand on it. Man. And every time you've held your own cock, I'm sure you've gotten it hard. So how are you <laughs> oh, no, keeping it was, from going hard? <laughs> whenever I deal with doctors, it's I'm pretty good at controlling it. Yeah, but it's uh, you know muscle memory. I'm, I'm sh as sure as long as your hand is feeling that, it's uh, you know. <laughs> Usually, it's embarrassment when I pull my pants down from a doctor. So that that helps. Wow, that is all right, man. Else. Glad you enjoyed that. Woo! That. Can someone please submit this to the podcast awards? Because, you know, that's great. I love it.
And there it is! We hope you had a ball, or two, as we've reached the end of this very special Start to Continue podcast retrospective. Tune in next week as the boys continue the celebration with the 100th episode. Let the countdown begin. Thank you so much for joining me on this clip show romp. Once again, I'm your host, Curtis, from Girlfriend Versus. You can find me at www.youtube.com slash user slash girlfriendverses. That's girlfriendvs, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at girlfriendverses. And don't forget to subscribe to STC Pod on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash start to continue. Follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod and check out Joe on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Bookmark both their websites, www.stcpod.com, as well as www.angrycanadiandecepticon.blogspot.ca. Listen to them on iTunes under the title search STC Pod, as well as Joe's other show, Transformers and Beer Podcast. For all the episodes, check out STC Pod on Podbean at www.stcpod.podbean.com. Also, if you're listening to us, why not check out some other great podcasts, blogs, videos, and gaming forums from the people in our community at www.cartridgeclub.org. As always, a big thank you to all the loyal listeners who tune in every week on Friday morning for the new episodes. And now, let's get on with it. Post it and post it. <laughs>